The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Listen up, Revolution students. Today's lesson plan is structured around DIY tips for gun enthusiasts. And consider yourself forewarned when I tell you that Jim and Trav do not grade on a curve. So sit up straight and listen closely because school is now in session. And it's presented to you by Outdoor Channel at OutdoorChannel.com. Now show your pie hole and give it up for Jim and Trav. Pie holes? You should have a little testy. You should have said at least please, like, please shut your pie holes. The men are coming on. I knew it was such authority, though. We do apologize for that. No, we got a little clip we're going to play. It's pretty interesting. Uh, make sure you pay attention, though. It's very important. Frank, you got that ready? All right, now shut your pie holes. Take a listen. Uh, be smarter. And now, without further ado, you're listening to The Revolution with Jim and Trav. All systems are go. All lights are green. You know, there are two kinds of animals in this world, predators and prey. No one watches a leopard chase down a gazelle and denies that the gazelle has a right to use its hooves and horns to protect itself from the predator. But there are people in this room tonight and all across the country who would deny that same right to self-defense to other human beings. Such people seem to think that the way to stop the leopard is to cut the horns off of the gazelle. That by somehow making it easier for the predator, the predator will simply go away. My friends, this is insane. When you make it easier for the predator, you get more predators. And yet, studies show that firearms prevent anywhere from 800,000 to over 2 million violent crimes every year. The lowest estimate means that 100 times more violent crimes were prevented with firearms than the total murders committed with firearms. That's 100 times as many. You know, that's actually uh, Bill Whittle. Uh, in his virtual State of the Union address. If he would have become president, that's what he would have that's said. That's exactly what he would have said. But I but really... Correct me if I'm wrong. No one voted for him yet? No. More people that's, actually voted for Ralph Nader. That's why it's virtual. A very interesting piece. What is it, Jimmy, about... Uh, about seven minutes seven long. Seven minutes long. Lots of stats in there that are absolutely true. Yeah, statistics and facts. Now, facts are real. Statistics are estimated. Uh-huh. So, uh, but anyways, hop online. We estimate these facts are true. Yes, <laughs> just hop online, Google, or on YouTube... Bill Whittle, uh, Virtual State of the Union, Guns, and this will come up. Please watch this video. It's very interesting. It's absolutely amazing. But on today's show, we are talking about or discussing DIY tips for gun enthusiasts. That's what everybody is. All right, so in this week's Ram Power Block, when's the last time you had a good time? Powered by Ram at RamTrucks.com. Hey, we'll have outdoor writer Gil Harmon plus outdoor writers Bob Shell and Brian McCombie. And then Second Amendment advocate David Kodria. And then Unpro's Wild Man Chansor. Yeah, we're talking about uh, DIY tips for gun enthusiasts on today's show. Little things that you can do yourself. I have to say, I'm not proud to admit this, but my bathing regiment isn't the greatest. <laughs> I just, I don't His put... gun hygiene is bad. My gun hygiene and my own personal hygiene <laughs> isn't the greatest. Right now we're being joined by outdoor writer Gil Horman. Uh, how's it going, buddy? Hey, doing great. Thanks for having me on today. Yeah. Now, uh, we're going to talk about uh, cleaning our firearms right now. I mean, this is very important. And everybody always says, I mean, it depends on who you talk to, Gil. They say every time you you go out and you use your firearm, uh, you need to clean it. Others say when you start to get a little bit of buildup, you need to clean it. Others say just if you don't use it that much, give it a good bath once a year, wipe it down. What do you recommend, buddy? Well, you know... uh Shooting technology just keeps getting better and better. It's oh, yeah. amazing the amount of science that's going into, uh, you know, the materials used, the CNC machinery to make sure the guns fit together beautifully. I mean, the quality of firearms these days is just way beyond anything we saw maybe even 20 or 30 years ago. Uh, however, as much as the technology is improving and the manufacturing is improving, guns are still simple machines. Oh, yeah. And you're absolutely right. No, you, have you noticed that, that, that gun people 
We're all real friendly. We all like to hang out, but nobody agrees on anything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's really funny. I had a good friend. Uh, of course, he's no longer with us. His name is Hal Swiggett, and he was a big proponent of if it ain't broke, don't fix it. You don't have to clean it every time that you go out uh, because he says if you want to get consistent shots, keep the dirt in it. Well, that, and see, that's an interesting idea. And, you know, uh, back in the day when I was in college, I, I, I worked at a sporting goods store selling guns. And anything we said, we'd always have somebody come back and say, well, but gee, I haven't cleaned this thing for 20 years. It works just fine. So what I recommend is what I would call a tiered cleaning schedule. Oh, really? So, uh, every gun I own uh, gets a bath once a year, whether it needs it or not. Mm-hmm. Now, um, for guns that are only shot once or twice a year, makes sense to pull them out of storage and uh, check them for lubrication. Mm-hmm. If uh, old lubricant's gotten gummy and gross, you know, clean that out and replace it. Just make sure that gun's not too dry uh, when you go to run it, uh, and then put it away clean. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't unpit a barrel. You yeah. can't unscratch a stock. Exactly. You know, it's just one of those things. If you can put it away clean, then you know it's going to be ready to go next time. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, for guns that, that are used regularly, I don't know about you guys, but I've got a couple of twenty twos. We just shoot them yeah. until they refuse to shoot anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're just for fun. You know, yeah. take them out, enjoy them. And so they get cleaned as needed. Mm-hmm. Um, but one thing I think is really important is that we have firearms that play a defensive role or a protective role. Yeah. And that can be your uh, self-defense handgun if you practice concealed carry. Uh, that may be a rifle or a shotgun you rely on for home defense. Or mm-hmm. uh, you got a lot of folks who may get outside. They carry something to protect themselves from four-legged vermin, uh, two-legged vermin, no-legged vermin, you know, snakes, whatever. Um, there, there's so many. Uh, there's so many factors. Oh yes. that we'd have to deal with in a defensive situation. I mean, those situations are complicated. All kinds of things could be a problem. Mm-hmm. So why not take control of one factor you have control of, which is the maintenance of your gun. Yeah. Well, you know, I really think, though, it might not affect it today or tomorrow or even next year, but it's the same purpose of changing the oil in your vehicle. It's for longevity. Mm-hmm. It's to make sure that it's running good. You know, you have those guys like you were mentioning earlier uh, that, that might not have cleaned their guns for 20 years. There's people that haven't changed the oil in their car for five years, but I'm getting 20 miles per gallon. You know, why screw mm-hmm. with it? You really need to think farther down the road. And you know what? I think what it boils down to, Gil, is just people are too lethargic. You know, you go out there, you shoot with your buddies, you want to come back after a hunt and have a beer, sit around and yak around a fire. Um, and most people, I, and I, I want to say this, Jim and I probably fall in this category, you just get lazy and you don't do it. Mm-hmm. Lethargic is a better word. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> you know, gun cleaning, you know, depending on what method you use, rather you, whether you do the uh, old hands-on method with uh, brushes yeah. and rags, or if you use a more technical approach like uh, uh, sonic cleaning systems, mm-hmm. it really doesn't matter what system you use. It's messy. Yeah. <laughs> it's messy <laughs> and it's time-consuming. And uh, set up and take down, yeah. uh, you know, it's kind of a drag. And uh, I know some people <laughs> are resistant to that, and they say, well, you know, I don't want to clean it every time. Uh, like I said earlier, though, you can't unpit a barrel. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you, can't, you, can't, you can't unlust your gun. Um, here's the good news. Uh, modern firearms and most modern ammunition is, is non-corrosive in nature. That means, you know, uh, a few days of, of exposure to the, uh, the residues from shooting are not going to cause your gun to melt. You know, it's not going to liquefy in the case. So that's the good news. Uh, but like you said, uh, the temptation is to get lazy and say, well, you know, I'm going to go shoot sometime. I can just leave it. But unfortunately, the tendency is with that kind of uh, uh, clean-as-you-can uh, attitude is we tend not to do it. Mm-hmm. And we look up and go, oh, man, a year's gone by, and oh, boy, last year's hunt is still all over this thing. And by then, you may see some damage. And, you know, um, there's nothing stopping us from uh, just getting a sheet of paper or a little notebook and just keeping some notes on when uh, guns have been cleaned mm-hmm. just keeping an eye on that yeah. and uh, tracking it because yeah. really – you can add years of life with proper maintenance. Mm-hmm. Now, we're actually coming up on an ad break, Gil. To find out more about you, very interesting guy. You're a prolific writer. You really know your stuff, man. Uh, where can we find you online? Uh, if you want to find me online, I do a lot of product reviews for the NRA. You can find those at AmericanRifleman.org 
Or uh, I also run a, web- a website called uh, 410handguns.com. Hey, that was Gil Harmon, and this guy knows a lot about guns and cleaning. He, he knows a lot more than Jim and I combined. That's he could clean sure. my clock anytime. <laughs> yes, he could. <laughs> well, hey, we're the Revolution. We are proudly brought to you by Outdoor Channel. Make sure you check them out at OutdoorChannel.com and Ruger at Ruger.com. And how about Ram Trucks at RamTrucks.com and a Zeiss at Zeiss.com forward slash sports. And how about High Mount Seasonings? That is H-I-M-T-N-Jerky.com. Mr. Gilman, thank you so much for coming on, buddy. Hey, my pleasure. Thanks so much. You bet. Hey, coming up next is Bob Shell. He is a reloading expert. He's going to give you all the inside dope on how to do what you want to do with shells. Yeah, once again, we are talking about DIY tips for gun enthusiasts on today's show. I'm excited. I'm pumped. How can you tell? I don't know. It's a good question. Uh, we got to get to a break. Uh, here's a word from Mark, and we'll see you after this. Let me start by giving you some serious and important information. You're listening to The Revolution with Jim and Trav. Teach safety and responsibility. For both children and adults, guns can be a matter of great curiosity. That's why any gun owner, but particularly those with children, should instill a mindset of safety and responsibility in all members of the family from the outset. By consistently explaining to your family members the dangers of gun use and teaching them about safe gun conduct, you can help demystify the issue. In addition, children learn by example and actions speak louder than words so it's important that you also practice good weapon conduct at all times well the boys and more diy tips for gun enthusiasts will return in a moment Getting outdoors has never been easier than with Outdoor Channel's Spring Fever Sweepstakes. Presented by GoRV. Win great prizes like a 2013 Flagstaff Classic Folding Camping Trailer from Forest River. And be like expert angler Mark Zona. It's easy to take my family fishing when I have the comforts of home right at my fingertips. Having a kitchen where I can clean and cook the fish right there makes mealtime snap. It's the last week to win great prizes. Log on to OutdoorChannel.com today. A truck should make you want to get out and see the world. The Driver Command Center in the new 2013 Ram 1500 with available 3D navigation, Sirius XM, and Wi-Fi at your customized touchscreen control. Backed by a five-year, 100,000-mile powertrain warranty. Engineered to move heaven and earth. Guts. Glory Ram. The new Ram 1500 with best in class fuel economy is Motor Trend's 2013 Truck of the Year. Learn more about Ram's pioneering technologies at ramtrucks.com. See dealer for powertrain limited warranty. Ram is a registered trademark of Chrysler Group, LLC. Sirius and XM are registered trademarks of Sirius XM Radio Inc. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, soon you'll be witnessing the revolution with Jim and Trav. What are we waiting for? To the airwaves. Here are the boys. Hey, we're back from the break. And if you're just joining us, you missed old Gil Harmon. Uh, This guy talked to us about, hey, the proper way to apply first aid to your handgun or rifle shotgun. Yeah, clean it. Well, that, I was you could have said that. Sound a little better. <laughs> cleaning a gun is cleaning your gun. It's like it might be hurt. It's like brushing your teeth. Uh, it's not pleasant, but we all do it. Actually, well, I don't mind brushing. Some my of teeth. us do. Yeah. Uh, anyways, <laughs> we are talking about uh, DIY tips for gun enthusiasts on today's show. Uh, very interesting, though. I mean, uh, I think that is one process. Once again, I don't mean to kind of reiterate things we said, uh, but everyone does get kind of lethargic, and, and we don't do it. We put it off because we're lazy, and, and we we need to stop doing that. If we want to uh, keep our guns in tip-top shape. But our next guest, uh, Bob Shell, we're going to be talking about uh, reloading with you, Bob. Uh, before this interview, I actually hopped online. Uh-huh. Did you see this? Yeah. If you hop on Google and type in uh, Bob, Bob Shell, uh, images of naked women come up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. Now, now, I don't recommend you hopping on Google and actually looking at that kind of stuff. But that that is what happened, man. And I knew that wasn't uh, Bob in the picture. Bob, which, how's it going? Which one was Bob? That's <laughs> uh, going good. But actually, there's another Bob Shell that's a uh, well-known photographer. <laughs> and quite an interesting story. And he did photographs of women and stuff like that. So, uh, but, uh, Unfortunately or fortunately, I guess, whichever way you look at it, uh, I'm not involved in that. <laughs> <laughs> like Jimmy said, you know, um, coming by ammunition anymore, it's becoming tough and it's expensive. And so let's talk about reloading. What What is some of the first things that we need to get, uh, Bob, to do this, buddy? 
right. First thing you need to do, and I strongly recommend that if you get, you have all the tools, everything you need, you buy at least one, preferably more reloading manual. Mm-hmm. And there's a couple reasons for that. Number one, uh, there's a lot of information in the front that tells you how to reload, what oh, yeah. to do, what not to do, what to look out for. Mm-hmm. And for a new person, it is excellent. But one thing I very strongly recommend is if you're a new reloader, you buy what they call a single-stage press. Okay. What that does, it does one operation at a time. It's slower, but for somebody that's never loaded ammo before, you don't want to get into a multi-stage press right away because several things are going on at one time. Mm-hmm. And if you don't uh, fully understand the process, then you're going to sooner or later make a a whole lot of bad ammunition. Mm-hmm. Now, do you use a hand primer when you do it? I prime from a press for uh, my prime because I do most do of my ammo uh, single stage because I don't need a multi stage press for what I do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, with with your reloading, is there a difference in primers? Some burn faster, some burn slower. Is that true? Yeah. And can you play with those things? To get a, uh, it wouldn't be necessarily a wildcat as far as a caliber goes, but maybe in the way that you put it together, can you do those kinds of things when you're reloading your own uh, ammunition? Yeah, there's differences in all your components. And primers, for instance, you have large and small, and then you have handgun, and you have rifle, and then you have standard and magnum, mm-hmm. and then you have some uh, match primers. And if you switch uh, bullet brands, powder, case brands, or anything like that, mm-hmm. or if you're using real hot maximum-type loads, if you switch a component, it might make them too hot and possibly even dangerous, depending on the uh, situation. Yeah. Now, now, speaking of dangerous, I don't think reloading is something that Jim should ever do, Bob. <laughs> this man, that, that just wouldn't be his forte. Now, is this something that anybody can learn? Really, Except we, me. Besides Jim. Yeah, let's totally leave him out no. of this, Bob. Is this If we dedicate ourselves and really study up and take the necessary steps like you're saying, is this something anybody can do? Sure. Uh, the thing is, you have to be willing to pay attention to detail. Yeah. Every small detail is important, and it's just like the old saying goes, you get out of it what you put in it. Oh, exactly. But if you're not the type of person that is willing to pay attention to detail or you don't have the time to do it, you want to take a lot of shortcuts, then you probably uh, should take up some other hobby. That's definitely Jim. <laughs> yeah. But but the thing is, a lot of people might want to get into uh, uh, reloading. Say they're shooting two twenty threes or something on a regular basis, and so they're using a lot of ammunition. Well, you know, they think that using, uh, as an example, say they use a 100 drams of powder uh, for, you know, a particular load. Well, let's let's put 150 in there. That doesn't always work out for them, does it? That's why I say there's really no point in doing that. If you want, like, say, for instance, if you want to move a, a 22 bullet faster than a 223, the safe thing to do is get a 22-250. It holds more powder and it'll push the bullet about four to 500 feet a second faster if that's what you're looking for. But if you take a 223 or anything else and you try to overload it, nothing's going to happen to you except for bad things. Yeah. Uh, you're going to get early signs. If it's just a slight overload, you might the primers might fall out, which, of course, ruins the case. You might see shiny ejector marks on your cases, mm-hmm. different signs like that. And if you see that kind of stuff there, basically what it's doing is telling you, back off, Jack. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you keep doing this, you're going to pay a price. You bet. Well, hey, Bob, if we want to find out more about you, where can we find you and read some of your articles? Probably the best way to get a hold of me is through my email, just rel4350 at aol.com. And if anybody wants it, I can send you links to my blog. Uh, You can go on Amelan, find some of my materials. And, of course, like I said, I write for some hard copy magazines. Yeah. Anyway, that's probably the best way to get a hold of me. And if anybody has any questions, they can, you know, shoot me an email and uh, I'll link them up to my blog or whatever. I got, 
I got about eighty articles on my Holy blog. Holy so cow! Keep somebody that'll keep you out of the bar for a while. All right, hey, that was Bob Shell, and this guy is a guru when it comes to reloading. This man knows everything. Well, hey, we're the revolution. We're proudly brought to you by Outdoor Channel. Make sure you check him out at outdoorchannel.com and Ram Trucks at ramtrucks.com plus Ruger at ruger.com and High Mountain Seasonings at hi. MTNJerky.com plus Cabela's World's Foremost Outfitter at Cabela's.com. Bob, man, this has been interesting. Uh, once again, I no one Google this man. <laughs> Anyways, nah, Bob, thank you so much for calling in, buddy. Well, I appreciate being on and anytime if you want to uh, talk about reloading or maybe certain aspects or, hey, if you want to talk about little guns, <laughs> feel free to call me anytime. All right, we'll have to do that, buddy. Hey, come on, Mix is Wisconsin Zone, Brian McCombie, and of course, he is uh, going to talk to us about Suppressors. Suppressors. His nickname is El Silencio. You can't suppress us! I hate suppressive behavior. I hate suppositories. <laughs> yeah, that too. That's it's kinda, one of the same. That's <laughs> uh, bad news. Anyways, uh, we are talking about uh, DIY tips for gun enthusiasts on today's show. Here's another word from Mark. Uh, we'll catch up with you after the break. Ram Trucks Word of Advice. Reduce your range time. If you are wincing each time the recoil pad touches your battered shoulder, it's safe to say you won't be shooting pretty little cloverleaf groups. Take time between shots and groups and make the most of your time at the range. Well, stick around. There's more revolution to come. The new Conquest HD5 1-inch rifle scopes with 5x Super Zoom are the most versatile scopes you'll ever need in the field. Compact, low profile, and 100% reliable. Find out more at Zeiss.com forward slash sports. The Ruger SR-22 is the do-it-all 22 pistol for the shooter who appreciates style and demands reliability. Easy to field strip and reassemble, the Ruger SR-22 shoots a broad variety of 22 LR ammunition. It features an ambidextrous manual thumb safety decocking lever and magazine release. Two options for grip. And a fixed white dot front sight and adjustable rear sight with reversible blade. The Ruger SR-22. Another American-made product from Ruger. They face disaster daily. But now, these SWAT operators go head-to-head in a grueling competition. All guys in special ops constantly push themselves. Focus is critical. When the elite compete, the finest active SWAT members from around the country putting my name on the line. Infiltrate Outdoor Channel. I'm not going to back down from any challenge. Elite Tentacle Unit SWAT. All new Wednesdays, 9 p.m. 8 Central. Only on Outdoor Channel. True to the core. High Mountain Seasonings. Turn your fish and game from ordinary to extraordinary. Look for the Bucking Horse logo at a retailer near you or on the web at www.himtn.com jerky.com and we're ready to go you're listening to the revolution with jim and trav between 1995 and 2005 there were about 40,000 homicides prosecuted in federal court of those try to guess how many involved a silencer less than one hundredth of a percent i'll do the math for you that's less than four crimes involving silencers out of 40,000 homicides in a 10-year period all right so less than four murders um, that happened in the past 10 years where a silencer was involved. Now, if that is the case, then why is it so hard to get a silencer? Why are we punishing people and a tool? A tool didn't do it. Less than four in 10 years. That, that's amazing. Yeah, speaking of tools, how about hammers? Tools, you're a tool. <laughs> yeah, hey, if you just joined us, you missed old Bob Shell. He talked to us about reloading, reloading. The pros and cons of it. Reloading ammunition. We are talking about DIY tips for gun enthusiasts on today's show. Kind of interesting. It's really fun. Well, right now we're being joined by a Brian McCombie, and he's an outdoor writer, and we're talking about uh, suppressors right now. Now, I know that guy said silencers. It's not a silencer. I hate it when people say that. It's actually called a suppressor. Silence of the lamp. That's what Hollywood has done, okay? They, you know, you got a gun, and it goes, boom, 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 boom. You know, it's really loud, and then they, they can, screw can it on. Can you do that again? Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> <laughs> and then when they screw on the, the, the suppressor, it's all, do 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 and nobody hears it you know uh that's just not the case is it brian uh no it's not the uh the rifles and the handguns i've fired with suppressors they still make some noise kind of like a loud thwack but it does bring the decibels down usually into a range that that won't hurt your hearing especially if you're using ammo that's specifically made for a suppressor. Yeah. Now, you you are a writer for several publications. Kind of give us an idea of who you actually write for. Well, I do a lot of writing for the outdoor magazines. I'm a field editor with the NRA's American Hunter, 
and I'm a contributing writer with Outdoor Life. Uh, I also am a columnist with Gun Digest. And oh, wow. For, you know, I write for most of the other publications, too. Yeah. Now, actually, Frank just pulled this up. A suppressor will lower uh, or suppress the noise by 33 decibels. Uh, that's quite a bit, actually. Unless it's 400 decibels. You know, and- yeah. What, what do you think, like a typical, um, let's say, 30-06 good all-around gun? What's that usually like in the upper 150s to 160 decibels? So even when it lowers at 33, Brian, I mean, it's still going to be pretty noisy. Um, I don't know what you compare that to. I'm, I'm always walking around. Yeah, that's about 122 decibels, you know. But now, right. um, now these are legal in what? 30 some states now, correct? Uh, currently, they're legal in 39 states. All right. Now, now a question for you. Why? Why would we want a suppressor? What, what's the advantage? Well, you know, you, you, you mentioned the lower decibels and the uh, rifles I've shot with suppressors. Certainly, they make some noise. Oh, yeah. They don't hurt your ears. Mm-hmm. They don't hurt your ears. Um, all, all the research I've seen says that anything over 140 decibels is going to potentially hurt your hearing. Really? So a 22 rimfire goes off at about 155 decibels. Holy cow. Holy cow. It sounds like my wife. I need a suppressor for her. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck. Um, I've said that myself. <laughs> so, you know, your basic 30 caliber rifle is probably in the 160s. If you take the suppressor and knock it down 20 or 30 decibels, you're probably below that level of where it's going to actively hurt your hearing. Um, the other thing about suppressors, too, is, you know, in states where you can hunt with them, mm-hmm. I do think, uh, you know, on, on specific hunts, it, it might actually be a real help. I mean, you know, I, I do a lot of hog hunting. Oh, yeah. Um, anybody who's hog hunted knows as soon as you pull the trigger, those hogs are running. They scatter. They scatter. And so, you know, with the suppressor, they tend to stop and look around, giving you second and third shots. Now, also, you know, the suppressors do reduce the, the recoil yeah. a little bit. And without that loud blast, I think for a lot of people, it kind of stops them from flinching. So mm-hmm. potentially there's some more accuracy there. Well, you know, Jim always says, what, 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 what'd you say? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, you know, um, you, you bring up a great point, you know, whether you use walkers, gamers or whatever, whatever you want to use, you need to use something. But everybody always says this. And I know Jim says this, too. Every time I take a shot at an animal, I never hear it. But right. even though you're not um, hearing it, it's still doing the damage to you. Exactly. And, and like you exactly. said, after time, I know half the crap I say. Um, Jim just chooses not to hear, and the other half, he honestly <laughs> doesn't hear it. Um, but we, we really need uh, to be smart and, and to take better care of ourselves, and I think uh, this is definitely one way to do that. Yeah, I think so, too. And I think for hunters, there's, a, there's another potential advantage in that you could be hunting land and taking game, and you're not making those big noises that maybe scare the neighbors. Okay, now, now it's, uh, as you said, it's legal in like 39 states, but you just can't walk into a gun store and pick up one of these suppressors. What do you have to go through in order to get one? Uh, You actually have to go through what's known as a Class 3 firearms dealer. Mm -hmm. Of course, it's the federal government that you're dealing with now, so you're going to have to fill out some paperwork. And then for every suppressor that you want to buy, there's a $200 tax stamp that's also required. Mm. Um, technically, it's supposed to take a month or two. People I know say it's depending, you know, it can take six to eight months. Now, no one would ever buy like a suppressor and put it on a twenty-two, would you? <laughs> Could you even do that? Actually, I fired a twenty-two caliber suppressed handgun before. <laughs> Did you really? What was that like? <laughs> that was darn near like the movie. It's like shooting a water gun. Now, uh, Brian, to find out more about you and your writings, buddy, uh, is very interesting. Um, Where can we find you online, man? Well, I have a Facebook page, Brian McCombie, at Facebook. Um, Or you can just type in Brian McCombie into Google. I I actually come up pretty well. You bet. Hey, we've been talking with Brian McCombie, and, of course, this guy knows a lot about suppressors, a heck of a lot more than we do, but now we know more. Not as much as he does, though. We know enough because he has helped us. All right, well, hey, we're the revolution. We're proudly brought to you by Outdoor Channel. Make sure you check them out at OutdoorChannel.com. And how about Ram Trucks? I love Ram Trucks. Actually, just picked me up a new Ram Truck. Yes, you did. Sweet. Got to check. You can't check it out, but you can check out Ram Trucks at RamTrucks.com. Uh, I really fumbled <laughs> that one. Also, 
Uh, Ruger at Ruger.com and High Mountain Seasonings. That is H-I-M-T-N-Jerky.com. And how about Cabela's? I'd like to walk into Cabela's and just, hey, I want a suppressor, but not going to happen. Uh, Cabela's.com, they are the world's foremost outfitter. Brian McCombie, man, this has been so interesting, buddy. Thank you so much for coming on, man. Hey, thanks for having me on, guys. Hey, coming next, we got David Cordrea, and he's going to give us the uh, the 411 on gun control. That's <laughs> the 411. <laughs> oh, that is epic. You are so cool. I have a first year's word for Mark. Uh, We'll talk to you after the break. (laughs) Ram Trucks Word of Advice. Learn smooth trigger control. When you're down behind your rifle ready for a shot, the way you pull the trigger is one of the most crucial elements in accuracy. Jerking or slamming the trigger too hard will pull your rifle off the mark every time. What you need to do to correct this error is to practice a slow, steady pull on the trigger. Maintaining consistent pressure throughout the pull is not hard to learn. It just takes practice. So get ready, because there's more DIY tips for gun enthusiasts to come after the break. Hunters, stop climbing ladders and hunting out of boxes. Nature Blinds has created an extremely realistic tree you can comfortably hide inside at ground level, and they last forever. Learn more at natureblinds.com. What happens when two great hunters, who happen to be very competitive brothers, go head-to-head for 12 wild turkeys? We're just a little competitive. There's cheating. Lock the gate. Now we got breaking and entering. Spying. Yeah, baby. And just a little boasting. I don't see us losing. Brothers Mark and Terry Drury go at it in the ultimate turkey hunting competition, where the winner gets bragging rights and all the trimmings. King of the Spring, Tuesdays, 1030, Central, only on Outdoor Channel. True to the core. Cabela's is the world's foremost outfitter for hunting, fishing, and outdoor gear. You can outfit all your needs through Cabela's catalogs, online, and their many stores. With the best selection, prices, and quality, all backed by a legendary guarantee. For the best in outdoor gear, go to www.cabelas.com. Stay invisible in the field. Rely on Camoform to protect and conceal your gear and your gun. Flexible and reusable with no sticky residue. See all 14 popular patterns and find a dealer near you at Camoform.us. Settle in, because you are here for the long haul. You're listening to The Revolution with Jim and Trav. If you carry concealed, you need to understand that you take on a serious responsibility. And that responsibility is a higher standard of care for our society. That means being accountable, being aware of your surroundings, not being a liability or a hero, and being an asset in our society. You're my hero, Jimmy. That's all I've ever wanted. You will always be. No, the guy's exactly right. He's spot on. Um, Carrying concealed is a big responsibility. It's huge. It's one of the biggest responsibilities you can have, and you need to take that uh, very seriously, unless you're a midwife. That's not even a good joke. <laughs> That's serious. Having kiddos is a big responsibility. When's the last time? Yes. And guns. Guns and kids. Two big responsibilities. You shouldn't have either. <laughs> um, anyways, before the break, though, I don't. we talked to Brian McCombie uh, about suppressors. Yeah. And matter of fact, he talked to us and told us about uh, you can use them not only for recoil reduction, but also to make them quieter. All of your shallons, sound, your, all of your shots, you can't hear. Everything that he just said. I will stand behind. Uh, we are talking about uh, DIY tips for gun enthusiasts on today's show. Uh, things you could do yourself or possibly pay somebody to do. That's what Jimmy does. That's it. Uh, but right now we're being joined by a David Codria, and he is a national gun rights examiner. And, you know, I guess I mean, with all the gun regulations and things that they were proposing, which got shot down in the Senate. By everybody. Uh, by everybody. It was amazing. And, of course, Obama wasn't too happy. Uh, he's looking for a... Some vendetta. He he pouted. (laughs) But where do we go to from here, David? Well, we need to watch ourselves very carefully. I know a lot of people are doing a little bit of a victory dance right now, and I would say that that's a mistake. Mm -hmm. It's a mistake for a couple of reasons. First of all, by pulling the bill, it's not really dead. Yeah. Okay. Harry Reid can resurrect it at a more opportune time, albeit I'm understanding that he's going to need 60 votes to make that happen again. Uh, I hope that, that, that we don't make the same mistake that we allowed to happen last time to where they bring these monstrosities to the floor. 
But the other thing we saw is we saw just an unprecedented sulking temper tantrum <laughs> by Barack Obama. And, and, and then we saw Joe just shoot a uh, shotgun off your balcony or through the door. Biden uh, talk, talk about gun advice. My God, it's going to get people arrested and killed. But the whole thing is that Biden was out there promising again that Obama was going to resurrect executive orders. But the biggest thing, and this is something that nobody wants to talk about because we're all whistling past the graveyard. But <laughs> we are just one gun-free zone shooting away from all fury breaking loose again mm-hmm. and demanding functional firearm bans and magazine bans. I mean, you know, we, we, we saw the fury that happened. We kind of suppressed it. But it's not going to take more than one or two more of these to really gin people up again. And as long as we have these absurd gun-free zones, I'm sorry, but it's going to happen because that's the only thing that will help mitigate this is to allow people to protect themselves. Yeah. Now, you had alluded earlier to the uh, executive order uh, that could be and probably will be issued by Obama. Can he actually supersede the Second Amendment with a, an executive order? I'm sure in his mind he thinks that he can. Uh, actually, actually, executive orders, you know, they're, they're supposed to be limited to agencies within the executive that he controls. Yeah. But, you know, regu- regulatory agencies, they can get away with ruining, you know, a lot of people and a lot of businesses. And so what are we going to do if he oversteps his bounds? Well, Maybe Congress will get involved and have a hearing. We saw how well that went with Fast and Furious. Two <laughs> years later, you, know, you have Holder flipping them off, and, and then they then they have to take him to court, and he delays that. And you know, it, it's like, what are we going to do if we go to get? You know, do the Republicans have the guts to bring him up on charges of impeachment if he oversteps his bounds? I kind of doubt it. Mm-hmm. All right. So I mean, you know, can he do it? Is he lawfully allowed to do it? Look. You know, the Second Amendment says shall not be infringed, and we see that everywhere. They can do what they want to do, and our response is predicated on, you know, how much by the rules we want to play, isn't it? That's right. Now, uh, when uh, when the, uh, the situation happened at Sandy Hook, Diane Feinstein immediately went after the AR platform weapons, and yet uh, do you know whether or not that was AR platform was actually used in the commission of that crime? I, I think Sandy Hook was was a Bushmaster that was involved. I, I'm I'm friends with the lawyer who uh, represents the uh, gun store that got closed down as a result of that. It was a legal sale, by the way. But be that as it may, look, I'm not interested in having a debate with any of these people on whether or not I have a right to own this certain kind of firearm because yeah. we know it's not about hunting. It's not about sport shooting. You know, the sporting purposes law was introduced by the Nazis. They were the ones who first used that terminology. Yeah. Okay. It's not even about self-defense. I mean, we all have an unalienable right to Mm self-defense, but that's not what the Second Amendment was about. And if you go to the Constitution, the Constitution tells you what it was about. It was about having a militia. And what was that militia supposed to do? It was supposed to enforce the laws of the Union. It was supposed to suppress insurrection. And it was supposed to repel foreign invasion. Now, we've let that wither, but the constitutional purpose is still there. And I have a right, you have a right, Mm -hmm. to have arms of military pattern because that's what the founders envisioned as being necessary for the security of a free state. And, you know, we can dance around it all we want. But unless and until we get there, what we're going to instead have is we're going to have increasing police state tactics with militarized police forces going door to door, you know, forgetting, you know, everything except, well, we have we have the power to come in and we can order you all to stay in your houses and, and hide. <laughs> OK, yeah, it's, it's just ridiculous how far we have devolved from the the founder's view of where we need to be. It's scary. Terrifying. Hey, we've been talking with David Kodrea, and this guy knows a heck of a lot about guns and gun control. Kodrea. Anyways. All right, David Wilmer. the above. And David Wilmer, time to find you online. When you speak, it's like little angels singing to me. (laughs) Where can I find you online, buddy? Where can anybody find you online? DavidKodrea.com. 
warongun.com and I want to record that and play it for my kids and make them listen to it. Hey, somebody, somebody doesn't think Dad's an idiot here. <laughs> I, I worship you, David. You're awesome, man. You, you got to, once again, find this guy online. Look him we up. We like read your his stuff. We, we love everything about you, David. Well, hey, real quick, I want to give a shout-out to some of our sponsors. How about Outdoor Channel? Make sure you check them out at OutdoorChannel.com plus Ram Trucks at RamTrucks.com and Ruger at Ruger.com and High Mountain Seasonings. That is H-I-M-T-N-Jerky.com plus Zeiss. It's Zeiss.com forward slash sports. Mr. David, as always, buddy, it's been a pleasure, man. Thank you. Guys, thanks a lot. Appreciate it. You bet. Hey, coming up next is Chance Orr. He knows everything about guns. He does. He's so cool. Once again, we are talking about DIY tips for gun enthusiasts on today's show. Here's another word from Mark, and I will see you after this. Ram Trucks Word of Advice. Practice from field positions. If you're lazy and do all your rifle practice sitting behind a stationary rest, you're going to miss in the field. You need to put the time into shooting your rifle from standing, kneeling, sitting, and prone positions. Each of these positions are challenging, but they must become second nature to you. Jim and Trav will be back after a word from our sponsors. When I'm backpacking in the mountains, I like to travel light. That's why I carry Camp Chef's ready-made gourmet outdoor meals. These freeze-dried meals cook right in the pouch. Just add water. With menu choices like cheesy lasagna, teriyaki chicken with rice, and more, these meals taste great. And with a shelf life of seven years, they're also perfect as an emergency food supply at home. Look for Camp Chef's ready-made gourmet meals at a sporting goods store near you or at CampChef.com. Camp Chef, the way to cook outdoors. Bring on the weather. The workday, the three-ton haul, the off-off-road. Turn the rain into hail, the dawn into a second night. Bring it all on, and more, because you'll never know your limits until you go looking for them. The new 2013 Ram 1500, designed to overcome every obstacle in its path, with best-in-class fuel economy and a five-year, 100,000-mile powertrain warranty. Engineered to move heaven and earth. Guts. Glory. Ram. Standard pickup class, EPA estimated 17 city, 20 combined, 25 highway MPG based on Ram V6 4x2. Actual results may vary. Excludes hybrid models. See dealer for copy of the powertrain limited warranty. Ram is a registered trademark of Chrysler Group, LLC. Hey, 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 listen to this. You're listening to The Revolution with Jim and Trav. If you're just joining us, you missed old David Codre, and this guy knows a heck of a lot about uh, gun rights and so forth and what we should be doing. But our next guest, man, he knows everything about guns. Yeah, he knows a little bit of nothing about everything. <laughs> anyway, we're being joined by uh, Unpro's Chance Orth. Uh, Mr. Chance, how's it going, buddy? Well put. Doing great. <laughs> the man that's that... up my gun right now. Yeah, the man that put uh, the drip system into knowledge. <laughs> yes. <laughs> now, everybody knows um, your vast knowledge and, and fond love of firearms. It really your, doesn't matter. Your proclivity. Yes. Toward. Um, now, you know, we've been talking about DIY tips for gun enthusiasts on today's show. Been been very informative. Uh, what do you got for us, buddy? DIY kids. Well, I'm working on my own little DIY kit on uh, my 19, or Model 56 Springfield single shot 22 uh, with the five round uh, mag. Bolt really? Action. Well, I'm sawing off the uh, buttstock and, and I'm uh, mounting <laughs> and a folding metal AR stock so I can take it camping with me and stuff. Seriously. <laughs> Wouldn't it be simpler just dollar gun. It's a fifty dollar gun <laughs> and a fifteen dollar stock, so I'll have a, a nice portable camping tool when I'm all said and done. When you're said and done, you're gonna have sixty five dollars worth of crap. That's what you're gonna have. <laughs> well, you know, it's we, just we, a hobby. It's just a hobby. Yeah, now we <laughs> we just picked up a little Ruger twenty two and what the heck's that thing called? Yeah, the takedown. Yeah, and uh, it, it fits in this little case. It's about uh, maybe eighteen inches long, and you you put it together, and it has a um, uh, round clip. Yeah, it's actually pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, it's not really cool. It's super but that, cool, and this is a super thing to take camping with you. Plus, it's got a little pocket in there. You could put an SR twenty two in there, and you're loaded with either rifle or handgun, which I love. I am just addicted to those camper models. Us boys are always looking for uh, two guns. I mean. 
a nice rifle, a nice breakdown rifle like the Henry, for example. Oh, yeah. Uh, Henry yeah. Sur- Survival that I've always liked. Unfortunately, that gun comes with a, a plastic front sight. It does? Uh, which is a big turnoff for me, the modern models. They're yeah. cheap. They cost like 230 bucks or something. Mm-hmm. But, and they all break down and fit into the stock, which is watertight and floats. No, oh, that's nice. We, I mean, no, for for a rifle like that, I mean, 230 bucks. Is that what you said? Brand new. That, that I mean, that's really not bad, especially for the conditions uh, that you're going to be taking it out in. Yeah, you especially know, when you tip over and it floats downstream, somebody can get it easily. Yes. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Uh, Lord knows how many guns I've lost on the bottom of the river. <laughs> Some intentionally. I had to throw out there. <laughs> that's pretty cool, though. Now, do you prefer, let's say, your rifles? One thing we didn't talk about in today's show uh, regarding tips, do you prefer wood or composite stocks? You know, I'm pretty old school in general, uh, especially with my rifles. If I'm if I'm dropping top dollar on a on a rifle, I really want uh, you know some hardwood. Oh yeah, <clears throat> yeah, definitely. It's just it, it was how I was raised, and it's my aesthetic. I prefer hardwood 100. percent That being said, there are a number of uh, of uh, synthetics that I, I really like out there. And for durability, of course, mm-hmm. you know, there, there's no alternative. Oh, no. You know, and like Jim has always said, uh, he's been, I mean, he's been on, you know, a lot of trips before, but when you get in those really wet conditions, when you have a wood stock, changes the aim point, it changes the aim point big time, which I prefer wood too. And so I kind of, ha- I just deal with it, but that's one um, thing you don't have to worry about when you have a, th- a synthetic stock. Yeah. But the thing is, but you know, that, that's the price I pay for style. <laughs> and it. you've got a lot of style and class, <laughs> <laughs> but you can actually take uh, of course, if you're, if you're camping, like you guys are, you're not going to have electricity normally. But uh, you can come in at night, and I've done it myself. Just take a uh, blow dryer, and you can completely blow dry that gun. Oh, absolutely. Well, you do what, what Hemingway used to do. was He'd take a shearling case. He used to do this out on the ocean and so forth, because he liked to bring a machine gun along with him when he was fishing. Yeah, shoot the sharks. sharks. Yeah, exactly. So he'd take a shearling case and just oil up that shearling. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So whenever he put the gun back in its case, it was... Uh, uh, protected from the element. See, Jim oils himself up, but you know one thing. <laughs> one thing I want to point out real fast is why in the heck were you taking a blow dryer with you when you were camping, Jim? <laughs> no, I said, I said if, you're, if you're not camping, like oh. here, like here, I walk in and I can blow Everybody's a dryer. Like, hey, Jim, what's the car battery for? <laughs> oh, yeah, I got a blow dryer. <laughs> well, actually, mine. I just plug it into a tree. <laughs> and oh. hope, hope for a lightning strike <laughs> oh my god that is hilarious hey are you finding it tough to uh, get ammunition up there oh it's a nightmare everywhere is sold out what? uh there you can't find anything 22 ammo which i used to buy by the boatload they they have at uh gander mountain here locally a box of 50 for 20 bucks no way. That's wild. What's going on? What What is the issue? I don't understand. Well, you know, sometimes uh, uh, you create your own excitement by having a shortage. And uh, so people, when it comes in, I mean, it's gone. So it's, uh, you know, a deal from the manufacturers passing down uh, this uh, dwindling supply of ammo. I think Bud Light has done that with me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you got to switch to a different beer, Travis. (laughs) And something not light. I'll drink anything that's in front of me. (laughs) Dang it. (laughs) Well, it's just kind of crazy. Hey, we're actually coming up for ad break chance. Now, to find out more about Unpro, possibly uh, get some tips. Uh, (laughs) You seem to know a lot about Ernest Hemingway. That's really cool. Um, Where can we find you guys online, buddy? Acid for Guns, yeah. Check us out at www.unprofishing.com for our videos. You can like us on Facebook at The Unprofessional Fisherman, and our Twitter handle is Unprofishing. That's right. Well, hey, we're The Revolution. We're proudly brought to you by Outdoor Channel. Make sure you check them out at OutdoorChannel.com plus Ram Trucks or RamTrucks.com and Ruger at Ruger.com and High Mountain Seasonings. That is H-I-M-T-N-Jerky.com. Mr. Chance, man, as always, buddy. Thanks so much, friend. Keep shooting, boys. Ram Trucks Word of Advice. Clean your firearm from the breech end whenever possible. If this method of cleaning is not possible, take precautions not to push debris into the action. 
Be sure to use the included muzzle guard if the cleaning is done from muzzle end. This helps to protect the crown from nicks and wearing. Protection of this area is critical to shooting accuracy. Well, while the boys are away, hop on Twitter and check them out at twitter.com forward slash underscore OTN. And now, two men who live, eat, breathe the outdoors. Hey, we want to give a special thanks to all of our 419 affiliate stations, your advertisers, and everyone that makes the show possible. Like Miss Bunny, Fun Joe, our producer, Mark Paneri, Frank the Sound Guy, Gil Horman, Bob Schell, Brian McCombie, David Codria, and Chance Orth. Hey, we also want to say a special thanks to uh, Outdoor Channel and Ram Trucks. I just got a new Ram truck. I absolutely love it. You know, one more little tip, though. Jim just did this. He dropped off a couple of his firearms at a local gun, gun dealer, shop. gun uh-huh. shop, and they're going to side him in for him because we suck at that kind of stuff. <laughs> but no, have somebody, uh, a have professional. An have an expert do it, uh, and you'll be so glad uh, come this fall. Well, hey, anyway, stick around. Your local news weather, it is coming up next. God bless you, boys and girls. Get outside this weekend, and we'll talk to you next week. We love you guys. Peace. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.